0: Welcome back to another episode of the Scranton Talks podcast. This is a podcast of inspirational, informative, and fun talks with other filmmakers about their projects and their journeys. Scranton Talks is part of the Independent Film Creative Hub based in Scranton, Pennsylvania, hosted by Luz Cabrales and myself, Desiree Zelensky, who founded the Independent Film Creative Hub, which is geared to help filmmakers reach their potential in becoming successful creative artists. I am so glad you can join us again for another episode. And Luce and I have been hard at work doing some many awesome projects. And we are so glad to bring you this next episode of Talks. Luce and I had the pleasure to talk with director and filmmaker, Tristan Marcellus Winfrey. Tristan is a local Chicago writer, director, actor, producer, teaching artist, and filmmaker. He attended the University of Houston downtown studying Fine Arts. He has had the privilege to perform and collaborate with theater companies such as The Alley Theater, Ensemble Theater, Pride Film and Plays, Goodman Theater, Congo Square Theater, Oak Park Festival, Chicago Dramatist, Latinx Theater Commons, and other companies. His film and commercial credits include Pain as the Agent of Change short film, The Healing Begins documentary, The tie Bar, Big Break Teen Prevention, Windstream Kinetic Energy. Tristan is a huge advocate for mental health awareness. He uses his platform to make change in the world one step at a time. Luce and I delve deep with Tristan on his filmmaking journey and what has inspired him on the films he created, including talking about his recent documentary, The Healing Begins. Tristan sums up the documentary with this point. Quote, we are in a new era of retelling our story as black people. The healing of ourselves and the world we live in will come when it's no longer a secret thing to talk about. End quote.
1: All right. Hello, everybody. Uh, again, my name is Luz Cabrales, and I run uh, the independent film Creative Hub along with Desiree. And I am uh, the founder of Scranton Films, uh, advocating uh, the arts uh, in the area of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, we have created the independent film. Our creative have as an outlet for all filmmakers in the local area of Scranton and outside the area to uh, basically make films you know, make films, collaborate, and be be an advocate for the arts. Uh, Desiree, uh, here's with me, she'll do her little introduction and where you can find us, uh, and then we'll tell you again who we are interviewing today.
2: Hi guys, I'm Desiree Zelensky, I'm, I collaborate alongside with Luis Cabralis on the Independent Film Creative Hub. I also run NEPA Film Society and, and the organizer of the Mystery Box Film Challenge here locally and across, and we're big advocates of, bringing film here
1: in the area yes and today we have Tristan Tristan uh, we are going to talk uh, to you about your new documentary and uh, as well as you as a filmmaker Um, if you maybe want to introduce yourself and tell us just a little bit more about what you do and then we can start this is a very laid-back conversation Uh, Nothing to be worried about. Uh, We're not going to drill you on anything, but uh, we do want to know what your process is as a filmmaker. So if you want to introduce yourself uh, just a little bit and then uh, just tell us a little bit more about yourself and where where you're located.
3: Yeah. Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Tristan Marcellus Winfrey. I'm an actor, writer, and uh, director. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, my documentary, Uh, The Healing Begins. that deals with uh, mental health, you know what I mean, and how we channel ourselves and go through uh, these affirmations of what we go through as people.
1: Right, right. And uh, we're very excited to have you here. Uh, You are in Chicago, correct?
3: Yeah, Chicago, Chicago, yeah.
1: Exactly. Is that what is, that's the Windy City, right?
3: You know, that's what we call it. Is that what they call it? (laughs) Okay. Is it actually Windy? (laughs) Yeah, listen, Chicago has its days. One day it feels like summer, one day it feels like spring, and then, you know, you feel like a tundra one day. So we're we're getting all types of seasons, but for the most part, we do hold ourselves accountable of being the Windy City.
1: That's good, that's good. So uh, we want to talk to you about being a filmmaker. Uh, We're going to get into your documentary and what it's all about, uh, because I believe that you have a very powerful message. And, but you're also a very powerful filmmaker, uh, in, you have done films, uh, you have done commercials. You're also an actor, producer, and, uh, I believe you're even a, a teacher and you are advocate. you're doing what we're doing as well in, in your own uh, way. Uh, so right. tell us more about your journey as a filmmaker. Uh, what, um, made you get started as a filmmaker and just sort of when, when did you realize that this is what you wanted to do?
3: Yeah, so the so the journey of being a filmmaker, I think it's, it started back in 2018 when, uh, when I produced my first short film called Pain is the Agent of Change, <laughs> which kind of like dealt with my own uh, personal loss and grief of uh, my brother. And, you know, through that channeling, kind of like worked out what a script was, you know what I mean? And, you know, finding this thing and put this together of telling this story of personal, my own story of like, you know, what it was I was dealing with during that time. Um, and so I kind of just, you know, got the crew, you know what I mean? And got the filmmakers together and said, okay, I have this story, you know what I mean? That I want to tell for a specific type of people, you know what I mean? Because so often, you know what I mean? When we talk about grief, especially black grief, you know, it's often kind of like just plastered on a new screen and that's how you hear about it. you hear all these like different types of stereotypes. So for me, it was like, why well, want to go beyond that? You know what I mean. Why are we not actually sitting down to talk to someone? You know what I mean about the things that we are going through within our own community? Because you know, lose this this thing of like pray it away or you know why are you talking to a therapist saying you know you must be crazy and it's like no way you know this ain't the way to go. So I just got really curious about my own personal group where I was just like I'm gonna channel this and also take a therapy to learn about the things that I need to learn to better my own. Mentality.
1: And um, so how did you go about you in your own uh, way as a filmmaker when when you said, OK, I think this is a, a very powerful message that I want to convey. And let's talk about the film process first uh, for. We started the independent film uh, for for filmmakers. The independent film creative have as as an outlet for filmmakers that maybe are going through the same thing. Uh, you know, they're saying, you know what? What am I going to do with my life? Or maybe I wanted to do this all my life, and how do I get started? Right? And you said you got started a little bit later in life, you know, but you have done creative work uh, throughout. So tell us about that in that sense. Um, what made you um, say okay? now i have an idea now yeah. i want to do a film and, and what was your process in that sense like getting yeah. actors uh you yourself have an has an have an agent so you kind of know a little bit of the behind the scenes but now as far as the producer part in making it happen um yeah. tell us more a little bit about that
3: well you know first things first i'm an actor you know what i mean mm-hmm. stage actor film and uh and television so the whole thing is that like I know what a good script is <laughs> when it's when it's uh, when it's upon me. So right. that that was the easy part of um, navigating. You know what I mean. I think the biggest part for me was kind of like finding a director of photography. You know what I mean, and then a editor, and then a sound person, to like, you know, hover over me while I'm speaking these lines. Now, that, was, that stuff was all foreign to me, because as actor, you show up to set, which you uh, which lines, learned, and you do what you need to do, and then you bounce, you know what I mean? But this one, this was a really technical aspect that I knew nothing about, you know what I mean? So, I kind of like, you know, I was really green to this, I'm like, okay, well, okay, what this it is, a why is? does a, a close <laughs> Right, right. So do you write,
1: do you write your own script as well, or do you have, do you collaborate with anyone on that part of it?
3: I, I wrote my own script, my friends, you know what I mean, who are other actors and all that, I was like, okay, hey, can you read this, you know what I mean, to see if it is actually decent. <laughs> and um, it actually turned out to be a really spectacular job when uh, I had wrote it. So, uh, once I wrote it, you know what I mean, I put it in the hands of our, you know, our DP and our editor and all that. And before I knew it, there was crew, you know what I mean? And we, you know, talk about different shots that we wanted to portray and different images and storytelling.
1: Okay, no, so that's that's really good because someone who's is getting started, like uh, Desiree and I just uh, made a made a small film for the mystery box, uh, which we were talking about it a little bit behind the scenes. But uh, we're trying to encourage filmmakers to make their own films, whether it's something that they think is, you know, it's not up to, to where they want it to be. Um, what advice... Um, do you think we can um, do when you said, okay, we're looking at um, actors. We're looking, what, what is, and I, I didn't even say advice, I meant to say like the process, right? Now you have your actors in place. Now you have to do it. How do you manage that being you, yourself an actor? Because um, I think you acted in your, in your film as well
3: yeah. for that one, right? You know, I think the biggest thing that I always tell folks is to create a story first. You know what I mean? Forget about the whole idea of wanting to write a script. Like, don't even, don't even think about that. What story do you want to tell as an artist? You know what I mean? What's not out there for me? Um you know, I thrive myself on saying, you know, you can't be what you don't see, you know what I mean? And even in some film and television shows, I still don't see me enough, you know what I mean? Locks. you know what Uh I mean? And you know, brother, that's, you know, uh, that has my same appeal. So our voices and all that are still, you know, being implemented out into the world. And, you know, I think that great films really do showcase like a true test of time, you know what I mean? You can look back at things and be like, what, they were talking about this and that, you know what I mean? And here we are present day, uh, you know, telling me stories that need to be told. Um, and as far as getting a crew and juggle and putting on different hats, you know, I'm going to pat myself on the back because I think I, I do a really great job of uh, just of, of knowing how to navigate when I'm talking to, you know, specific uh, people about what it is that I need or need them to do. Uh, directing Tristan is different from acting Tristan. <laughs> right. <laughs> editing, editing Tristan is different from like you know producing Tristan. So different hats and different strokes for different folks. But um, I, I my my thing is I, I have a really big vision. You know what I mean. And I'm like very driven to the point where I'm like it has to happen this specific, not you know this way.
1: Right. And and you have to once you get started on something, you have to finish it. Right. You got
3: it. Listen y'all, listen, I don't tell you nothing else. Finish what you started.
1: <laughs> exactly. That that's great advice. Um and this I wanted to point out uh something about uh we could kind of shift to your documentary. So you you did a film and uh now if I'm not mistaken that was your first film, correct? The first one.
3: Um, the about. short film. The right. short. Film. Uh pain was pain is the agent of change was my very first uh short.
1: Film. And that did that open up uh, before we get into the documentary, did that open up other doors? Like, let's say, okay, now you finished something. Now you're like, okay, let's uh, put it in the film festival circuit. Like, how was that process before you got to the documentary? And then yeah. Desiree, I think, is going to point out a little bit more about the documentary itself. I'm going to kind of let her uh, ask those questions for
3: you. Yeah. You know, Luz, I think for me, um, there's several ways that you could approach you know, premiering your film or showcasing your film. And for me, I kind of just rented out a theater, you know what I mean? And set a group of uh, family and friends to talk about these things and just like forget, you know, that we're being part of a film festivals or receiving any accolades, accolades or anything. This is just primarily to just have the conversation. So the documentary, The Healing Begins, it all started because this was, this is primarily just going to be interviews about people, you know, um, talking about you know their loved ones and how they, you know, were in therapy and you know going through the things that they needed to go through to talk about it. And lose, I was interviewing, uh, interviewing the my, my people, and they were just dropping gems and I was like, yo. <laughs> I think I have something. I think I have to something bigger on my head because I didn't anticipate my uh, making a documentary. But as I sat back and just watched it, I said, "Yeah, I got something big on my hands." Where I'm like, I need to give this a special, a special place. I have my short film, but I also need to give room for this too because it's just. A beautiful job, well done, at Rosanna, Leah, and um, Raphael, telling the stories of like you know the five stages of grief that we go through as people, and doing it in a very uh, healthy way. You know what I mean? So that's 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 been my whole uh, whole motive and game plan about you know making short films and film in general.
1: No, and that, and that makes sense because a lot of times we start with something. We, uh, as long as we start with the idea, uh, it's always going to morph into something different. Uh, maybe it will be just a slightly different from what we intended but then a lot of times it turns into something completely different and um I know um Desiree now is your chance um I don't want to hog the conversation uh you know yeah. but uh, I know you had some of the tougher questions uh because unfortunately we are going through a lot of uh, a lot of things in the world that are that are very painful you know, very painful for, uh, you know, many, many races, black, uh, people, Asians, you know, Americans and, you know, Mexican Americans, uh, really, but as, as far as without leaving anyone, as far as an artist, right? I know, uh, Desiree had more questions about how do you deal w- w- with that? Uh, so go ahead, Desiree, and ask, ask the questions, and then we can kind of go back and forth on that.
2: Yeah, Tristan, I did watch the documentary. I thought it was a wonderful, very emotional Documentary, And it is definitely a conversation that needs to be said and be out in the world. I did see the point of view, and it was a wonderful experience to see the point of view for the Black community. But I also, this goes beyond the Black community, I think. It goes beyond all demographics. That I love what um, one of your interviewees mentions, that everyone's going through something. And I think people need to understand if you're uh, meeting people on the street, or talking with someone, they've gone through stuff. Like, I've gone through things. I'm sure Luz, Tristan, you've mentioned you've gone through your own grief as well. And what, what with American society, I think American society in general, I think there is, there needs to be more conversation about going to therapy, talking about things that are not very comfortable. Yeah. And what are things that society should be saying? What should we be talking about and should be made more aware? Yeah. You know, uh,
3: society yeah you know we you know we live in a culture where everything is so fast-paced and we're so you know what are you what are, what, are you, what are you feeling you know what i mean you got to get money you know what i mean you got you got to <laughs> get to the next thing you know what i mean and it's it, it, it's so it's so bad because when we see some of our favorites you know we I mean, fall down and we say whoa they were showcasing Signs of this early on, but we choose not to see that, you know what I mean, or see that person. And I always say, um, like you said earlier, we meet people, everyone's going to be dealing with something. And I think that in this world, everybody, you need to be kind. Point blank, point blank. Period. You have to leave with kindness and all that. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I know it's a hard thing to like do out to, to do in the world, but you leave with kindness. You know, you'll be on a on the right path and all that. And as far as the world of as as itself, the more conversations that we have, the better. When I premiered this in front of the audience, everybody stood up at the end and just started hugging on one another. Why? because it's that common thing that we go through as people. You know what I mean? You should be able to freely talk about, okay, yes, I went through that challenging thing in my life. How did I overcome that? By doing X, Y, Z, you know what I mean? And not mm-hmm. thinking of, you know, as yourself, as crazy, or, you know, like, you know, you're know you crazy if you ask for help. No, right. oh, everybody needs the help.
1: Yeah, and, and it's definitely very important, um, especially, like Desiree said, we're all going through something, um, so now, um, but as far as the artist part, right? You are, you know, we're dealing with our own issues, and then we put on top of that our creativity. Uh, how do you do that? Uh, in, specifically in this documentary, uh, you said, "Okay, so I was asking other questions, and then it led to something else." Now that's creativity sparking, right? And you're saying, "Okay, maybe I have something bigger than I thought." How do you deal with that? In the sense, because it is a very difficult. Um, you know, theme to talk about with, with with people and you're not sure if they're gonna be open to share. So how do you deal with that in your creative
3: approach? Well, it's so interesting that you say that because while I was interviewing them, you know, my, my grief was still fresh on my own. Correct. <laughs> so, so while I was interviewing them, I'm like, geez, I'm still unpacking myself and here I am receiving things from other people and I'm like, I have to take a couple. I have to take about a week or so apart from each interviewee because I'm like, y'all are talking about some like heavy stuff. And then now I got to edit it while I'm editing my short film. And it was like, it was it was definitely an emotional uh, roller coaster for me. But it was that thing to where I I, I knew single handedly that it was in divine order that I was doing the right thing with this project. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I think for me the biggest thing was just like sitting back and, and knowing that like, okay, this is bigger than me. You know what I mean? My project is bigger than me. This documentary is bigger than me. And and to be able to teach with it and people to see it and feel something, that's what it is. That's what it's about.
1: Right. And uh is that um something that while you're while you're doing it, do you have to sort of detach yourself from your own feelings? Uh or maybe you got more into that in order to be able to finish this documentary.
3: I'm curious. I'm a curious person. <laughs> so I definitely leaned into myself a little bit more about, um, why does the person feel that way? Can we go back, you know, the pathology and see what happened during that specific time and all that? I've just, yeah, it's just intuitive in me to just like, you know, lead with, with my body. You know?
1: Definitely. And I, and I think that's all we have right uh, left at the end. Like it's our creativity. It's our voices just making stuff that is important to us and that we want to share. Um, so as far as that, uh, we're going to bring back something a little lighter. Um, so you said you were doing your film and the documentary at the same time. Um, a lot of filmmakers out there are, uh, you know, seasoned filmmakers there, but there are others that are starting out, like I mentioned. Um, so in that sense, Tell us more about the process in with that. You're doing two projects at the same time, but one of them came out before, uh, and now you have something that you're working with. What is the process as far as the production part of it? In, in mm. that, at least what you encounter.
3: Yeah, I, you know, so so I'm very grateful for my uh, short film team because uh, when I sat down with each and every one of them, you know, they do, you know, what my, my vision was single-handed. You know what I mean. So grateful for that. Now, when I was in the editing room by myself for my documentary, it was just me. I didn't have anyone to turn to or like go to look to. So it was kind of like um, it was kind of like a own therapy session in itself. And you know, you walk through this project, and I know I mentioned that you know we deal with the five stages of grief—you know, bargaining and like acceptance and denial and depression and you know all those other ones—and the people were talking, but I didn't set up the uh, the questions like, okay, let's talk about bargaining. You know what I mean? Those things just like naturally just like had come up <laughs> in the conversation. And as I was piecing together this, this documentary, I was like, huh, here we are <laughs> yeah. talking about the acceptance of something mm-hmm. or the denial of something. And so, you know, my, my process was very, you know, blinders on and and and, you know, just getting very articulate about like what it is that we want to share um when we talk about
1: and um as far as your festival run uh so now you completed those those two films what um as far as uh being on the festival and like screening your stuff what was your process um do you were you doing anything prior to the pandemic as far as uh, screening your film places and now how has that differ from what you're doing now with the documentary because it's, it might be a little different, right?
3: Yeah, no, it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely different nowadays. So uh, the film now, uh, the documentary uh, is fresh, it's new, so it's definitely been submitted to um, uh, film festivals right now. So it hasn't had its own chance to like shine just yet. Mm-hmm. But as far as the short film, Payne has done like an extraordinary job of being out since twenty nineteen and being part of like, you know, your festival and Chicago mm-hmm. Filmmakers and Stony Island Arts Bank. And I, uh, you know, I get to teach with it and my students get to see it and watch it. And we talk about process making and, you know, mental health business also. It's like each it's you know, the mediums that I teach on, it's like it just I'm thankful for. It. It's really thankful.
1: And uh, you were talking to us uh, about uh, that you're also a teacher and you yeah. also um you work with um do you say middle school or elementary school kids?
3: Uh, so I work with uh, Court Theater, and we teach um, students on the South Side of Chicago, and also uh, work with Cape, which is uh, you know Chicago Partners uh, Education Team, and we work on the West Side of Chicago, well with middle school students.
1: And I know Desiree and I were talking about that, you know how um, how hard it is to juggle work, you know, and life. And then still try to do creative stuff. And um, I think, uh, Desiree, you were saying something about uh, like filmmakers that, you know, they really get, it gets to them that they have to work more than doing creative stuff. And unfortunately, how do you juggle that? Because I know, you know, like you said, we have to make a living. You know, yeah. but we also have, we need to be creative in order to help our minds, in order to help our creativity. Um, yeah.
3: So in your
1: um, experience, how, how have you dealt with that uh, within the years?
3: Well, you know, prior before this whole pandemic thing happened, uh, you know, I used to be a key holder at a, 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 a store called the Thai Bar where, you know, I have to wear like, you know, suits and jackets and dress people up and all that. <laughs> And when, you know, this thing happened, you know, I couldn't be in front of people anymore. Um, I had to hop into my teaching bag. (laughs) (laughs) And it really really just brought out the best in me because my life is, you know, built around uh, passion and purpose, you know what I mean? And when those two things are ignited in me, it's like, okay, I can get paid for actually, you know, teaching what I know, you know what I mean? And also teaching, um, you know, to to, to children that, you know, who are um, curious about, you know, about filmmaking and how stories get um, told and all that. So to have all that insight and knowledge, you know, lose. listen, I'm not going to go to the grave with, you know, all these gifts. (laughs) Right, right. You have to
1: put it out there, especially for uh, the younger Generation,
3: right? Yeah, uh, yeah. You you definitely gotta you definitely gotta put it out there because you know what we do as artists is it's it's um it's generosity. You know what I mean? It's it's a public service what we do. Right. You know what I mean? And sometimes we don't see the millions of trillions, and sometimes we do. You know what <laughs> I mean? But we get the stories out there. and you tell it um, in, the, in the most. Audacity,
1: <laughs> right, right, and um, I mean, I think it is it, great because uh, just, just to be able to give, give back, like you said, we have to be nice, you know, like that is really what we should all follow all the time kindness uh, regardless of 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 anything uh that's the first thing that comes in and to be able to give that back like you said you're you're working you know short films you're working on documentaries you're working with younger people um I know Desiree had the, one of the last questions of the day uh so so we don't hold you up too much and uh we try to uh, ask that question to all filmmakers that come to the uh Scranton Talks just to make sure that uh Anyone out there? You know, maybe whoever is watching right now, or whoever may watch in the future, because uh, we're going to archive these conversations. We want to make sure that uh, they they hear um, what you have to say on, on that. And I know it was uh, as far as the advice, uh, Desiree. If you want to ask that last question, and kind of like we'll do a little plug on what you're doing on your website and what your next project is. Yeah.
2: Well, I have two questions. Um, the first question is, what challenges have you come, came across while you were filming your documentary? I mean, I'm sure everyone is experienced, has experienced who's worked on a film, so it's some sort of challenge that happened that you had to overcome. And the, the second question is what Luce was saying, is that what advice would you give to those who are interested in filmmaking, or advice that you would have in your younger self that was
3: starting out? Yeah, so, so those are great questions. One of the challenges that I faced, you know, my documentary was uh, (laughs) negating how much time I wanted this documentary to be. (laughs) Because right now, right now, I think it's believed at thirty-five minutes or something, which is a nice cap. But um, like I said earlier. Um, you know Ralph and, and Rosanna and Leo were just dropping so much knowledge to where I, you know I didn't want that to be like a snooze fest, you know what I mean? Right. Um, in a documentary, so I wanted to. That was one of my challenges because at first it was about like about 50 minutes, and I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's see what we can cut a dial back and all that. So that was one of my challenges that uh, I grew uh, with my documentary. And uh, Desiree, hit me with that second question again.
2: Uh, what would you give to, like, those who want to, like, get into filmmaking? What advice would you give them? Or if you wanted to give advice to your younger self that was starting out, like, what would advice would you give yourself?
3: Yeah, my advice for people that want to get started in filmmaking is to just tell the story that you want to tell. Point blank, period. You know what I mean? Put it on paper. Have your friends look at it. Uh, think about it, you know what I mean, and think about it uh, in a very intentional type of way when you do this type of work, um, and just and just do it, you know, like a short, why not? Just
1: do yeah. it. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so we uh, have some questions on Facebook, but let me just pull it up, that yeah. way um, mm, 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 let's see. Thanks to my mom. Thanks, oh, they're they're from, they're from your mom. That's good. <laughs> so we have someone. We have Brenda that uh, says greetings from Rockaway Queens. Uh, okay. so, awesome, awesome. Thank you for watching. Uh, and we have. Uh, do you have a personal muse to help you with creativity?
3: You have a personal muse to help you with creativity. Yeah,
1: that's. I think that's a good question. Let's let, let's hear it, Tristan.
3: That's a beautiful <laughs> question. Um. My mother and my grandmother—they're my muses. You know what I mean. They're the ones that um, that really guide me. You know what I mean along the way. That that, that, that steer me in the way of like, you know, you being your truth. You know what I mean. You tell your truth. You know what I mean. Um, and that's what both of these these projects uh, mean to me. My brother, my brother's birthday was actually yesterday, and uh, and we'll so I think you have uh, the short film on hand. If you do. Uh, who's dude you got to do to show it but okay great um, <laughs> i will
1: you know i will
3: <laughs> my show to be uh, i think it's about three years later where I'm, i see myself and um i have more of a piece you know what i mean and it's getting easier as the years go by you know what i mean and it doesn't feel like this big that's day of like, okay, my brother's birthday is today and I feel sad. I was like, you know, I'm at peace with this, you know what I mean? And I'm at peace with this because I get to teach with it. I get to have conversations about it. I get to lead with, you know, with need with love about it. And that's how you keep their voices alive. You know what I mean? Them alive as people. And I'm very grateful for that.
1: Now that. That's very important. And that's very powerful because I think we all have someone uh, or more than one person, you know, that really brings us, uh, brings the best in, in all of us, right? That was,
3: a beautiful, that was a
1: beautiful question. That was a beautiful question. Thank you to, uh, you know, uh, Desiree's mom. So that's that's amazing.
3: Um,
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna check more. Um, I was trying to open the file so I can show you your film maybe at the end. I don't remember how long it was, but I know I have it, might
3: as well. 13, 14 minutes or something. Like yeah,
1: that. why not? Maybe we can end the uh, end it with that. You know,
3: but uh, hey, let's do it.
1: Why doing? not? Yeah, I mean, we can do whatever we want, right? <laughs> yeah, we're just having fun. We're just having fun. Um, let me look for it right now. Uh, I know I have it. That way, I can put it up. Uh, because I think that's that's a very very powerful. We 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 can't show the documentary right now because it's going through the film circuit, but I know the film has um open up, you know, a lot of, uh, of that for you. So if uh, if anyone can hold that for a second, maybe uh, Desiree, if you want to <laughs> <laughs> keep the conversation going. Yeah. I mean, we're it's all about Scrum Talks anyway, you know. Uh, we are very laid back, and, and, and we just love doing this.
3: Let um, me know if you want me to send it to you, Luz. I can always...
1: Yeah, I know I had it here. Um, let me just find it out. Uh, and then we can go from there. So tell us something funny, okay? Something funny that happened, maybe, uh, maybe during your film. Uh, there's always something that happens in, like, like, like this uh, recess.
3: <laughs> you know what? I don't think there's anything. <laughs> so as far as, as my short film goes, I wouldn't say there's anything funny, but
1: no. oh no, no, no! I mean, I mean, in the, in the production part of it, there's always some oh. some fun oh, time fun times.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to give it away because we're going to watch it in a little bit. But uh, let's just say I had to step in and, and do something that I was not ready to do. Okay. Um, and that was very traumatic for me. And I remember talking to my grandmother uh, on the phone. And I said, I don't know how I dealt with that. And she says, Your brother was working right through you in that moment. So, look at that yeah i don't want to give it away but, don't don't uh, give it
1: away don't give it away
3: the black community has had a tough time getting the help that they need
1: to. pray it away prayer doesn't
3: work all the time you know um you might pray and god might say go see a therapist how about yeah. that <laughs> How about that? Yeah. you know and and iana said that so many of us wear that as our badge yeah. you know those oh. of you how many of you are the strong ones yeah. oh, oh really goodness these young men coming from these, they're just in pain. Mm-hmm. You have to survive. So you go going to survival mode. And when you go going to survival mode, what happened? You shut down. right? You shut down all emotions. I told my own mother that I was seeing a therapist and she said, you don't need to see a therapist. What you need to do is see a preacher. You got Jesus. Right. You don't need anything else, right. you know? Just buck it up.
2: I feel like for us, there's so much like, there's so much, like, generational trauma
1: in our DNA,
2: just based off the history of how we, in particular, African Americans got here.
3: You know, I don't think that even right now there's been, you know, any kind of record for me saying that I've, I've dealt with depression. So if I am able to use my battle moves to the world for other people to be healed, I so, saying, so sometimes, you know, if people see this and say, oh, man, I'm going to the thing. they to say, hey, you know, um, maybe I'll call it that there is This thing is bigger than you know. And for those who are believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, that's great. But he saw help also. He talked to the scribes. He talked to the disciples. He talked to people. You need to talk to people. You need to say that I'm
2: not okay right now.
0: Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of our Scranton Talks podcast. I hope you enjoyed your time with us. Be sure to catch our next episode where Luce and I talked with local art director, designer, and filmmaker Tony Susie. His most recent films include The Restaurant, which won Best of Show for 2020's Mystery Box Film Challenge, and Johan, a retrospective by Todd Klemp which both can be seen on the Mystery Box Film Challenge YouTube channel. So be sure to check out that episode. Also, you can check out the Healing Begins documentary trailer on YouTube. And you can follow Tristan on Instagram. Be sure to follow the Independent Film Creative Hub on Instagram and Facebook to stay up to date on the latest projects and happenings we have going on. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date on our latest episodes. And be sure to tell all your friends about us.